Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now, this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey everyone, I'm Brian Austin Green. I'm Shauna Burgess. And I'm Randy Spelling. And you are listening to Oldish, an iHeartRadio podcast. So <laughs> let's jump into this, shall How we? How does that feel? Uh, yeah. Hello, everybody. Hi, Hi. Randy. Hi, baby. Hi. Hey, I'm, I'm already laughing. Hi, everyone listening. Welcome to another episode of Oldish. This is a life lately kind of episode for us. We don't have a guest on this week, so we're just going to sort of talk about what we've been dealing with recently with life, with family, with friends, funny stories. We're going to try and be as educational yet entertaining as possible. <laughs> right? Talking about some oldish things. That's our goal today. There's been a yeah. bunch of things that have made us all feel oldish. Oh. Randy, what's one of yours? Because I know Bryce. Tell me an oldish thing that you've experienced this week or recently. I, I so. <laughs> <laughs> so there's been an ice storm in Portland yes. and a glorious ice storm, a glorious yeah. ice storm, yeah. lots of snow. I actually yes. like it because growing up in LA, you don't get this. We didn't get this at all. I mean, my dad and I bought one of those uh, rain catchers to mm -hmm. to measure the rain to see, oh, we got a quarter of an inch today. Mm -hmm. You know, it was That's a thing. Funny. That's, I mean, that in itself is an oldish story. Let me I remember like five years ahead. ago for my kids um, in Malibu, I, I had somebody come and uh, they they sh like brought big blocks of ice and shaved it down and they put real snow in our backyard so the kids could sled because they had never been in snow before. So no yeah, that's way. an absolute LA thing. Oh yeah, sure. For sure. What, they they, they have it? two trucks. They have one truck that comes that, that is a giant shredder with a tube on it so they can blow it where they want. And another truck that comes full of tons of these blocks of ice. Mm. And so one parks in front of the other and they just like, they do hay bales first to sort of set up what the structure mm. will be. And then they just blow all of this like shaved ice uh, everywhere. And the backyard looked like we were in mammoth or something. It was really amazing. It's unbelievable what they do. 
That is unbelievable. It sounds really nice. I, I'm going to take a picture of my setup because I uh, parked the car on the street as opposed to the driveway because I knew snow was coming. Yeah. And I, I got my glass yellow bin recycling tub okay. and uh, another box and tried to make a flat landing and then shovel a bunch of snow so it would make a tiny little hill. Yeah. Oh, How did that work? That's so cute. It's How cute. It, it, it was pathetic. It didn't saw, turn out well. <laughs> I, oh, it didn't turn out well? I know. I, I saw on Instagram attempt, some guy that did like a sledding thing for his kids in their backyard and there were tunnels and it went in circles and it went from like where it, that's, it was this like crazy elaborate thing that he had oh. done that, that had to have taken a day just to construct. Like it is a full, it's not just like, Hey, there's an elevation here. So you can slide down this spot. It was like a full on, um, like park of it just, it was unbelievable. What, what wow. do you think? I want to, I want to go in that. Yeah. So, so my oldest story okay. is, uh, the kids wanted to go sledding every time it's this, you know, fun, traditional thing. Usually once a year we get a little bit of snow and so they're taking the, the sleds and we go to a hill mm -hmm. and I look at this hill and I'm going, I don't know about this. <laughs> I could hurt myself here. I, I was quickly Rolodexing all. Bro, the you finished P ninety X. Like you're not going to hurt yourself on anything. I could, yeah, you're fine. You you could have gone sledding down like a steel mountain in a steel tube, and you'd be fine if you fell. Yeah, there's exercise and weights, and then there's <laughs> right, know, flying and then, down the hill, not being able right. to control myself. So Got I it. went on the sled and. The ice was hard and <laughs> I kept going, oh, ow, oh, oh. And by the end, it's like, that that doesn't feel good. <laughs> no. Didn't we just talk about slides like last week or another one of our apps? Yes. I, was, I, I remember talking about going down the slides with Zane and I, I do not enjoy this experience. I love it for Zane, but that hurts. It hurts, it hurts. my tailbone. I can't imagine a, sli a sled on ice like that. No, I, I, and then my daughter was standing in one and she was trying to surf down it. And what's coming out of my mouth is, well, be careful. Yeah. You, know, you don't have a helmet on. Right. And I caught myself going, what right. are you doing? Who am I? Okay. If she falls, yeah. she she falls. Right. But that idea of, okay, I've now experienced life. I want to save them from being hurt or just say this out loud. And I have to watch myself there because the whole point of doing things is doing things and learning yourself. Maybe it's that yeah. wasn't a good idea, but you have to learn. Right. It's true. It's true. Yeah. It, it's so easy. Like you want to get in and kind of micromanage those little things and keep them as like accident free as possible. But that's there. There's no learning then for, for your children that way. So it's a, t it's, it's a balance. Yeah. Like I don't, I would never want um, my kids to really hurt themselves to the point of like a broken bone or, or, right. you know, or something like that, but falling kind of doing things. It's like, this is man. Welcome. Welcome to it. Like, Oh, you slipped on that floor. So you're not going to run on a wet floor anymore. Like that's, you learn from that. Brian, I have talked about with Zane, even when he falls or bumps his head, you know, sometimes people can make a big fuss of that, like, <gasps> and pick him up and like, are you okay? And fuss over it. And so then that makes him feel like he should be afraid of it. But every time he falls or bumps his head or does something, we clap. 
Okay, yay! Does, does Sharna is great about it. He does the look, and then Sharna goes, "You're okay. You yay! did so good. good fall, like, such a bit." And he just jumps right up and keeps going, like he's yeah. he's becoming it's, resilient because she does not react like some horrible thing has happened. Yeah, because it's so funny to watch. Uh, babies and young kids how they fall and they immediately look at you should should i be to see what your reaction is to see how they're supposed to respond yeah exactly yeah i don't want him to be afraid of anything i want him to be because i remember being a fearless kid and then life gets to you later on and you weigh up consequences <laughs> and you know suddenly you don't want to go down the slide because you'll have bruises but as a kid you don't care about those things and i want him to be fearless and i've shared before i want him to snowboard with us and i want him to yeah. be brave enough to just get in and try things instead right. of weighing up the consequences and will I hurt myself, you know, to just jump in and go, all right, let's give this a go. That's very much Bry's attitude. We talked about this yesterday with our uh, different processes and getting into things. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that varies that? for me. Like DI, <laughs> DIY stuff. I definitely <laughs> just jump in and go, well, let's just try it. Like this whole, I am, I I'm still in the middle of doing the, the laundry room where, where we shot from before. I, uh, I put up tile myself yesterday. I cut tile, which I've never done. So I had to buy a tile saw. Um, and I learned a lot. I started, I started the first time cause I was excited <laughs> tiling from the top. I was like, Oh, I'm going to fill in this area. It's going to be amazing. But I had nothing to hold the tile at the bottom. <laughs> so it just like, as the day went on, it just like slowly slid down the wall. And yeah. then they were like falling off. And I was and like, oh, that's why you start at the bottom of a wall. Like you create. So I'm learning. So then he he had to pull them all off the wall. He had Clean to off then, all like, the tile, the grout. He just put in a beautiful butcher block as our top. And he had to like then sand all the grout off the top of that. Oh, no. He had to go because back we're so doing we're steps. doing black grout. So it's yeah. the it, it stains really oh, easily. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he was great at figuring it out. And the different process for me is I would be like, oh, I'm going to tile a wall. I should research when the first wall was ever tiled so I can find out the history of it to know everything to do it right. And I will like overdo Never get it. to the wall because you'll spend all of your time learning about how walls Over are built. Yeah. I overwhelm myself with information right. and making it bigger than it needs to be. This is so far away from falling and hurting yourself, but it's our different process of things. <laughs> And I do want Zane oldish to have- man. This is how the oldish brain works. See, it jumps from topic to topic. Tangents. Yes, um, right, but I do right. want Zane to have a healthy dose of the both of us when it comes to doing, you know, physical and fun things. Have a healthy dose of I'm fearless. I'm going to jump in, but let me learn a little bit about it first. Uh, and you know, with everything in life, I guess. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married yeah. at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. 
I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Can I get into a Life Lately story uh, that, that just happened to, uh, to Sharna and I? We, we flew to North Carolina. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. So we flew to North Carolina. A friend of mine had a birthday party out there. So we had uh what time was our flight? It was it was like middle 6 it was, a.m. Oh no, 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 flying flying out there to begin with. It was like a, a 12 30 or one flight. o'clock flight. Yeah. Um, so we just got to the airport in time. We got through security, all the stuff. Um, and I just all day long, I'd had this sinking feeling of like, oh no, we need to like allow time. Something's not right. Like, you you know, you have those those days where it's like you you just feel like I should give myself a little extra time leading up to something. Like, I feel like traffic is going to suck today, or if, like you, and you just kind of know in your gut that something is going on. So we get we get to the gate. Sharna goes, oh, we have like 15 minutes. So let's go to this coffee shop and get uh, get some food and a coffee so we can take it on the plane. Before and the we, gate before was right there, like, you know, 50, 70 feet from the coffee shop. So we're so, not far. So we're the whole time we're it. in the line and I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, this Antsy. Is Taking a long time. I'm not feeling good about this. Which Coffee was weird comes. because we had 15 minutes. So it didn't make sense that he was antsy, but we should have listened to it. Coffee comes, food comes. We get to our gate. And it says New York is the destination. Oh no. And we were like, no, no, no. We we're going to North Carolina. And they were like, oh, that moved to gate 24. We were at 37. 24 is at the other side of the terminal down a hall. Yeah. Now it's 15 minutes, mind you, until the gate closes. 
not till boarding starts. If it was boarding starts, I wouldn't have cared. But it was literally, she was like, oh, we have 15 minutes until the gate closes. So we're fine. Right. Cut to, we are running. So we both ditch our coffees. We throw those out. We throw our food out because we can't run with either one. Nothing. And we are full home alone sprint through the airport from one terminal, from one end of the terminal to the other to get to our gate. In we had about two minutes to make it until the gate closed. Even the woman at the gate that we were at, she's like, oh yeah, and that's like closing now. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, it's, no, yeah. It's they're not. almost done. They're almost done boarding. So, so we're we running and through my head is echoing you finishing P90X and Tony Horton, <laughs> you know, just like giving me a hard time about the the calendar, which I bought, by the way, I bought a cal the same calendar. I'll get into that. I'll get into that story later. Okay. Um, so the whole time that's echoing in my head, I keep looking back and Sharn is like huffing behind me. She's like barely <laughs> keeping up. Struggle Street. He's in front of me. So I'll get to my part of that story in a second. Devastating. So we get to the gate. We're the last two people to board the plane, but we made it. We made it to North Carolina. Yeah, I just didn't bother checking the app because I already had our boarding passes. He's like, but the email said the gate. And they're like, but did you? Check I already the had app? our boarding passes, and I had the He's email like, that they sent me app? earlier. But on the Delta app, they had changed the gate, so I don't know. I, I that is I, oldish. That yeah. right there, but the email. I didn't said bother checking. <laughs> I did. This is what I was wondering because when you said there's 15 minutes. And they're boarding. I have so many questions come up in my head. Why didn't they once. let you know that they changed gates? And right. Or just did it? Did it? Did it say on there in nope. fifteen minutes? I mean, usually it's a thirty-five minute boarding process. Yeah, well, it no, is. So no, no, no. We had fifteen minutes left. We were yeah. running late getting through security. We had fifteen minutes when we got through security. We had two minutes left to get from the the gate we were at. To the gate we needed to be at because we used those 15 minutes like oh well let's get a coffee it's you were great. efficient with your time they had properly like abided by the rules they they had given people 35 minutes to board and all of that yeah. we just assumed we were better than people that need 35 minutes to board a plane well you had that sinking feeling oh you know so so cut to you get there you make it, you're on the plane. You finally get in your seats. Are you sweating? Are you huffing and puffing like huffing, mad people? Like lungs hurt so bad. You know that that feeling when you haven't done cardio for a while and then you're breathing heavy and it like hurts your lungs? And Sharna, she's been a dancer her entire life. So she has never, ever not been in a state of working out and had her cardio and everything together. But over this last like year really of, of Zane, it's, we've just kind of let it slide a little bit because we just haven't really put our energy into doing it. And you know how it is. Like if you're I've not, done no cardio, if you don't have your mind in it, you know? Yeah. So here I am running behind Bright, and previously, you know, in our relationship, we oh. would go on runs and I'd be practically dancing in front of him she, and he's dying behind me. You when know we I mean? lived like, in Malibu, we could, we could run on our street and end up at uh, the pier, the Paradise Cove pier. Mm -hmm. And right. she would be in front of me like doing high kicks. So her feet are like touching her butt. She's like showing off and running backwards. And this is the best way to, so that's. And he's behind me like F you. Right. I can't do any but of that. She had never ever experienced surviving. not having cardio together because she, from the point when she can remember when she was young and started dancing, cardio has always been a part of her life. 
naturally a part of my life. So he's like, at this point, the feet that he's in front of me just keep gaining. And at (laughs) one point I had the thought like, I don't need to go to this birthday. It's fine. My chest (laughs) was, but I've never felt that feeling of like literal knives in my chest and my throat of the burning sensation. Like I've pushed myself in workouts to the point of throwing up. Do you know what I mean? Overexertion, but, but never my lungs saying, we're going to tap out here. We're just, we're good. Thank you so much. We're done. We're leaving. My lungs were not having it whatsoever to the point where it took me an hour to recover on the plane because you know what I had I had that cough just every like 10 15 seconds I'd be like <laughs> like and so, we're and we're no. the last ones getting on a plane and we're coughing and we're thinking like oh everybody's gonna think like we're bringing disease onto this plane. yeah I was like, like I feel like I need not, to tell everyone I'm just unfit and sick it felt right. like I had razor blades made of dry ice in my throat and my chest and I just could not breathe properly and I sat there devastated the whole way. Randy, she had what normal people have that don't do cardio. She's just never in her. She was a superhero her entire life. So it was like (sighs) when Superman and Superman two gave up being Superman and he got his ass kicked (laughs) in the, in the diner. Remember that whole scene when he's like, sir, would you like to step outside? And then he gets his ass (laughs) handed to him. I totally got my ass handed to me by a five minute run in an airport. Like and I, it was really, really, I was on Struggle Street. And it's what just, it is. you know what? I took for granted how fit I was. And people would say, yeah. oh my God, you're so fit. And part of me was like, yeah, they're just saying that. You know, I never realized because I never had to push to get it. I just mm-hmm. had it. I've been an athlete my whole life. The physical cardio side of everything was easy for me. And then suddenly here I am. And it's been like, well, Zane's 19 months now. So, and I haven't really done cardio since his birth or since halfway through my pregnancy. And I am so unfit that I'm devastated and my brain can't make it make sense. I'm still like, no, surely I can do a five mile run. I don't understand how this is not possible for me anymore, right, but right. it turns out it's not possible for me anymore. And now I'm so It turns so out mad that cardio just isn't there once it doesn't just stay once you get it. It's not like, like you know, okay, I'm part stay. of your life now. Like you have good cardio. It's like, oh no, you got to stay on top of it. Muscle tone has stayed. I still have my abs and I still do like muscle and strength workouts, but I have not done cardio because I'm like, who enjoys cardio? Cardio was dance for me. But now it turns out I'm going to have to actually do cardio. I would bet because Randy I can't enjoys live cardio. Like huh? Mm, I would bet enjoys. that Randy enjoys cardio. Yeah. Do you enjoy it or do you just do it? Yeah. I, he's most of his videos. He's like finished jogging. He's like a, no, no. <laughs> I, here's the thing with exercise. I have grown to enjoy it more because of what I get from it. Mm-hmm. But the idea of going and running for 20 minutes right is never a oh my gosh i can't wait to do this i'm never excited to do but it but you do it i'm excited for the after effect cuz i know that i'm just going to feel better my mood's going to be better right. uh, i feel more clear in my head mm. uh, but i don't love cardio i right. i don't you know i'd rather do like a a hit workout a high intensity interval training where totally. i'm i'm doing something but like the same motion over and over again right. can be a bit laborious. See, I used to love it, whether it was listening to music or a podcast, our running outside, or it was going to the gym and putting on a show that I love and watching an episode of it while I run. Like I used to, I was in flow of it if I was doing it, you know, 
um, back then. I didn't do it all the time on big days of dance, but I, I got into a space of enjoying it. But now I'm so far out of it that it's like. Well, here's the question. Horrible. Here's the question. Mm. Are you going to get back in it? How dare you ask me such things? I don't know. Um, yeah, I have to. At the end of the day, and this is coming hot off of our episode with Tony, it's like it's not whether I want to or not. The point is I have to. If I want to be around for a long time, if I want to be healthy for my kids, I have cardiovascular disease within my family, you know, all of these things, the health benefits of it. It's, you know, I'm not at an age where it's like, no, nah, whatever, I'm fine. I'm at that age where I need to be really um, in tune with my body and paying attention to it and doing all the right things to keep myself healthy for my kids later in life. So Randy, I'd mentioned it before we got a calendar and we're, and we're working out now, uh, Sean and I, and we're checking off days that we do. So I'm, I'm a red X, she's a black X. And we ended up with the same calendar, the, the national parks calendar that Tony had yeah. because this is what I was getting into earlier. And then I sidetracked because that's what I do. I remember when I was like, oh, I'm going to go get a calendar. You, Randy, you were like, oh, go to see if they're, they're everywhere. Like you'll, you'll find a calendar. I Is went to, to four different CVSs and I finally found one and they were like, oh yeah, we have a rack over there. And there were like four calendars on it and that was it. But one of the calendars was the national parks calendar, the exact yeah. same one that Tony had. So yeah. I was like, oh, that's a sign. I'm getting, I'm getting the Tony Horton calendar. That's it. You have yeah. the Tony. You're going to have to send him a message and say, look at this. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know, the, just throwing this out there because being the age that I am at a ripe 45, there's just things that come up all the time where I hear in my head, people say, oh, after your forties, things start to go downhill. You start to notice, uh, you know, aches and pains and different mm -hmm. things that you didn't notice. You'll start to lose more hair you know, it's harder to hang on to muscle, all these things that I would hear that not being that age, I, I just didn't pay attention to because it didn't right. feel relevant to me. Mm -hmm. And now, you know, just just a, a, a muscle toning thing. Uh, I think my cardio is pretty good. But if I didn't work out for a month, I would feel it. Mm. Uh, same thing with muscle. When I went on vacation for the holidays, uh, I worked out a little bit for the, for the first five or six days I was gone. And then for the rest of the time, when I took the kids to Legoland and everything, uh, I didn't work out and it's amazing just being off my routine for a week, week and a half coming home, how quickly the body let's go of the progress that I've made. Whereas if I was doing the same workout routine, uh, in my twenties, mid twenties, even thirties than I'm doing now, I would be on a poster somewhere, but now it's like, I, I have to work to hold on to muscle to really, right. I mean, it just, it's like a lot more work. Yeah, it is. It's a lot more work. And I've said this before, when you're getting older, the recovery is the hard part mm. for me. Yeah. Like I noticed when I did um, special forces, we we worked out the first night that we were there. The, um, they had us like doing burpees and and duck oh, that's walking, right. That looked miserable. Walking lunge, miserable. So when I tell you mis like miserable is yes, it was miserable even more miserable was the next day for me. My legs were so sore 
that I could barely walk, but they wanted us to jog everywhere. Oh, if you, if you have to go to the bathroom, you have to run there with a partner. You have to like, you know, put your, put your 20 pound back on your backpack on and, you know, and, and we got to go to the next thing and they're yelling at everybody. And it's like, I was, I could barely run in place. Like I, I couldn't walk one step. I couldn't walk up, up the uh, elevation of one step, which is why I dropped out. I, after a day of that, I woke up the next morning to see, I was like, just give me the night. Let me see how I feel. I woke, I woke up the next morning and it was even worse. And I was like, I'm going to hurt myself if I stay and try doing this. Not that I don't think I can do these challenges or I'm not up for the mental part of it all, but the physical side of it, I'm going to end up hurting myself because my body isn't conditioned to recover from such a harsh workout. And I then realized in that, like why there's an age regulation on uh, the army and the draft and all of that. Why in uh, it, like why athletes retire at 35, 30, their bodies just are not recovering the same way anymore. You can't hurt yourself and five minutes later, walk it off and get back out. You hurt yourself. Yeah. You're down for four days, you know, recovering from something. Um, I get that. It, it's not, it's not a muscle thing. Like I, it's, I don't feel any less strong than I did before. And when I work out, I'm still the same weights and we're, we're still jumping in, but now it's like having to be a little more careful and warm up to things because we don't want to hurt tendons and we don't, all of those little things and want the body to then recover properly to be able to continue on with the process. But that's one of the hard things about about aging, man, is your body just does not bounce back the same way it does. Like you were saying, when kids fall, they they jump right back up and they're back in. When we right. fall, we break hips and bones. Yes. <laughs> like, you know, have to sit for a minute and catch our breath and make sure everything's okay. And you know, um, and possibly go into a concussion protocol. Yeah, and right. Stuff like that <laughs> if it, if it so, doesn't work out well. <laughs> so I have a question. You know, you were just talking and we've talked a lot about exercise last episode and our own journey with this. I wonder, and I'm throwing this out to everyone. You can you can write us, you can post on social media on our account at Oldish Pod. What are your oldish goals? I think it's a great question to it's ask really ourselves. Question. Yeah. Because for me, when I think of how I want to be when I'm old-ish, when I'm older, what do I want life to look like? Not what it is right now and how I can maybe better improve certain things, but what do I want to be doing in, in 20 years, you know, when my kids are older and I'm now the older parent, how do I want to interact with them? And that helps me to know what I have to do now Mm -hmm. so that I can be that person 20 years from now. And I right. think that's where it starts is, you know, making that connection to all the things that you do now, whether it's stretching, whether it's exercise, whether it's eating, um, whether it's practicing being more present. So when you're in retirement, you can actually feel present versus right. I'm going to go crazy because I don't have something to do every moment. Yeah. Um, defining what our oldish goals are. I always talk about uh, being proactive instead of reactive in life. Like always, I would rather be uh, 
preparing myself for the possibility of something now than having to jump in after something has happened and then immediately try and write, write the wrong or write the ship or that, that scares me. That scares me to death. Um, and that's, and that's the, the fitness and the diet and the things that you're, that you're talking about and that Tony was talking about. It's very much along that it's like, okay, we're getting older. It's, it's becoming much more important what it is we eat and put in our body and what we do with our body. So it's just being aware of that and taking those steps to make, make the positive choices. Yeah. Yeah. Also how we spend our time. I mean, this whole snow ice storm for me really clarified something because I didn't want to go out in the snow. <laughs> <laughs> I just I had a fireplace going. I right. it it looked and it was cold, cold too. It wasn't like it was thirty. I mean, it was sixteen degrees yeah. and with the wind chill, it was. Yeah, I you guys are getting wanna, the Arctic cold. Yeah, there, right? we got the Arctic yeah. cold, and I didn't want to be out there for two and a half hours. However, they went out first, and it was it was weighing on me. I was like, "Yeah, I'll meet you. I'll meet you." And then I thought to myself, am I going to remember my time sitting in my house while they're out there playing and scrolling on my phone and doing whatever? Or am I going to remember that time that I went out sledding and something funny happened? It was freezing cold, slipped, but it was a great day. Right? right. Hurt my tailbone yeah. on a sled. Right. And it was an easy choice for me. It got me to suit up and go out. And every night this week, I ended work a little bit early after my last client. Uh, sometimes uh, there's there's always things to do, but I said, no, I'm gonna go in a little bit early. And uh, we ate dinner a little bit earlier and I made a fire and we played a card game called Kings in the Corner. It's mm -hmm. sort of like group solitaire. Mm -hmm. um, and we laughed and laughed and there were such good memories. And I saw a brightness in everyone's energy of that time of connection. That's so great. And mm. yeah, it was just something that so great. worked for yeah. me. It's so, it's so worth it. Like uh, taking, taking the time when it feels like there are other things you can do to instead sit and go, you know what? I'm going to put everything else on the back burner a little bit because I can, and I'm going to just like spend time with my family and my kids and, and connect and do stuff. It all, it always pays off always. Mm -hmm. There's never a time when you make that choice and then you get into it and you're like, oh, why didn't I just sit inside on the phone mm -hmm. and scroll and scroll or like, it's never that that's never happened to me. It, it always guarantee when I go out and I put myself in, in an element that at first seemed like too big of a task. It's fantastic. I love it. Yeah. It always ends up well. Hey everybody, welcome to Across Generations where the voices of black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation. 
I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Sharna, we were talking and you were sharing something along the lines of, you know, being being there, being involved in big moments for, for everyone's lives. And mm-hmm. then, you know, you're, you're headed off to Australia. I know. I, I, so I usually plan the kids' yeah. birthday parties because I enjoy doing it. And I love, you know, creating this party for them where they get to have a great time. Uh, and I love celebrating birthdays. And Bodhi has his 10th birthday coming up, which is such a big birthday, double digits. You know, it's it's a really big one. And I am going to be leaving to Australia uh, because I've got to go back there for work for four weeks. So it's it sucks because I can, and I told him like, I'm sorry, baby, I'm going to be away. And I could see his little face get sad. But we're doing all the things to make sure that it's an amazing birthday. We're doing um, Brian's going to do a trip with him and some of his friends and take them to a cool, uh, like speedway racetrack and, you know, give him a really special gift. And I'm still planning a birthday, which is just two days before birthday party, which is two days before his actual birthday. So mm-hmm. I still get to do the special things and I can p- be there for his party. And then we leave that night, but it does, it sucks to not be there for his actual birthday. It makes me sad that, um, that I'm going to be away for such a big one too. 
because I really do love being there for all of those moments. And I know I'm being hard on myself because I'm still there for the party and the celebrations and we'll do all the things, but the actual birthday, I know those things are big deals to kids um, and they remember those things. So I'm, I'm definitely sad about it. I totally understand that. Right. I mean, wanting to be there at all those big special moments. Yeah. Um, and it's hard because sometimes we, we have to work. We have to have to, yeah, we have to work. We have to do things and I get it. Um, and I'm super excited about going to Australia too. My mom's coming with me. Zane's coming with me. Um, but you know, again, two things can be true, right? I'm super excited to be going, but really bummed that the dates worked out in a way where I'm going to miss his 10th birthday. Um, so I feel like I'm probably going to try over, not try. I'm probably going to overcompensate on all the things I'm planning for his birthday and the presents and the things that Brian and I do with him and for him. It's going to, it's going to be really fun leading up to his birthday though. It'll, it'll be a good time. I know it will be. You mentioned something about experiences, right? Yeah. Yes. About having experience so more Bodhi's, than just gift. Bodhi's yes. always been kind of hard to choose a gift for. He's so low key, very easygoing, very chill. You ask him what he wants and he's sort of like, well, I don't know, doesn't really have things, but he's still on the day wants to feel special, spoiled, made a fuss of. And sometimes gifts are hit or miss, or he'll make a big fuss over them because he feels like he should, but then he doesn't really play with them. And at 10 years old, you don't really play with toys anymore. It's like this in-between of what's age appropriate that you're still going to love doing. But I guess Bodhi never really been a toys kid. He's definitely been much more of an experienced person. So for this birthday, Bri came up with an amazing idea of actually giving him an experience of picking a couple of his friends and going away. They get to have their hotel room. Obviously, Bri will be attached to it and take him to some, you know, cool place where they get to do really cool activities. And so it feels like a boys weekend away with his besties. And I think that was such a cool idea because for a kid like Bodie, he is going to appreciate that so much more. And he's going to remember that for sure. Forever yeah. than, than having 10 presents that he may or may not actually like or do anything with. I thought that that is a brilliant idea. So, yeah, Brian nailed it. And I'm super excited about that as experiences because even me experiences over gifts with the exception of diamonds, obviously, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I saw that post by the way of I know our engagement. Yeah. Do you know what's so funny? Do you know how many people are like, oh my god, congratulations? Congratulations. Like, we right, just no, got, we engaged. got engaged months ago. Um, you're yeah, thank you. Though I even yeah. had a friend text me that was like, Oh my god, babe, congratulations. I was like, dude, where like I'm pretty sure you text me congratulations the first time it got announced. Like, you okay? That's um, hilarious. But yeah. I, I love the experience thing. I mean, just so, um, yeah, some kids are really, really, really into gifts and they're they're set on the thing. Yeah. But I don't remember what I got for my seventh birthday or nah. eighth birthday. I remember playing with certain toys now in my room. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember on birthdays what I got, but I do remember if there was something out of the ordinary that was special that stood out. Right. Um, so that the the raceway experience sounds awesome. Hotel. Right. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. fun. And Bodhi is um it. last last year we uh for his birthday, we happened to be in Hawaii. Was that no, that was it was the Mammoth. year before. 
We did in Mammoth in last Ma- year. No, you're right. The year before was the go kart when we had uh, when we had golf carts. We we had rent we had rented a like a Airbnb on a property, so it came with a golf cart, so we could go down to the um the in Hawaii and for yeah. and for his birthday day, we let him drive the golf cart everywhere, and he was so focused. Like we have pictures of it. He just like if if the thing had turn signals, he would have used them. Like there was, I, you know, he was so serious about driving it. So I think he was, he was so going on good. a go-kart track with his friends. It'd be fun. You know, yeah, I, I think he's going to love totally, it. Totally. Yeah. Sharna, is there something, even if it's 10 or 15 minutes that you could do just you and him, even if it's in the backyard, something, I mean, it, you're so good with these things about maybe what it's like to become, you know, double digits and, some of what he has loved about, you know, the, the, the ages up until now. And then what it means coming into, I don't know, something, you know what? I hadn't had an idea until this moment and you sparked one. Bodhi is also a little bit of an animal whisperer, like Bri is, he loves animals. And when we were talking about doing date days and date nights with the kids individually to get some real quality time with them, one of the things I was talking about doing with Bodhi was going to the wolf sanctuary here in LA. I think that would actually be amazing to go. I think it's called Apex um, yeah. to go, take him out. Like him and I, I'll take him out to the wolf sanctuary. You get yeah. to hang out with wolves and pet them. You can That'd even adopt one. You know what I mean? Yeah. I could adopt one for his birthday. Uh, and that only helps out the uh, sanctuary as well. Um, but I think that would be a really cool idea. So I think the theme here is that you like taking loved ones on really dangerous experiences. <laughs> I went, I went cage diving with great white sharks. Yeah, you took me on that, and now yeah. you're talking about taking our son to a wolf sanctuary. She it's seems totally nice, safe. but really, it's all about the sharks and the wolves. Right? How Don't deep does this go? Like how you know how dangerous does this get? Oh, At what baby, point, like as a family, are we, you know, are we like bungee jumping off of a bridge in New Zealand? And you're like, First this is all, amazing. This is a great experience. Bungee jumping will never be my vibe. I have too many visions of just, you know, that shark diving wasn't your me. vibe. You were like, I'm not getting in the shark cage. You're going to have a great time, baby. I'll be on the boat drinking. Yeah. Peace but out. Too, you were in the, you were in the cage. So I don't, uh... I, I question no, these wolves, they're great. You you see the experience. They have an Instagram page, um, Apex something. They over, have an right? Instagram page. <laughs> they do. But so you can see people yeah. interacting with of their them wolves. eating kids and stuff like that. Right. It's really amazing. I hate you so it's, much. It's, you got, you it's have an to incredible love 2024. Oh uh. The wolves that are endangered at the sanctuary. They have an Instagram page. <laughs> of course. We know what they eat for breakfast. Of course they yeah. do. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's alive. They're, they're you get so to watch them friendly. sleep all night. They're so sweet and friendly. They're wolves. <laughs> we'll be fine. I think that this, would be an. I've seen this a couple times now. Uh, so I got a. I had a colonoscopy this morning. Yeah, you Brandy. did. Oh, yeah. is that why? I thought you got a new tattoo or something. No, no, no. So this is the bandage from uh, an, an IV. IV in my arm, and they did it in the top. So that's this is the bandage. I can take this off now, but it, it kind of looks cool. So I think how just- how often do you get? colonoscopies. So I, I try and go annually, but, um, my, uh, my doctor, um, he's only seen me for a colonoscopy at the point when I've had some like gnarly flare up of ulcerative colitis. Mm. So he's always seen me at my worst. So he was like, Hey, come back in in six months. 
when you're feeling great. Like, let me see what your healthier colon looks like. I've also been drinking the Armora. I've been drinking the Rise, um, the mushroom coffee instead of that. And uh, he said, he was like, I can see where all the sores were. And he was like, no, it's all healing up great. Like the inflammation is is gone. It's all, it's, it's all looking great. So I'm, he was like, whatever it is you're doing, just keep doing it. And are you eating any differently? So I am, uh, I'm fasting. Uh, I'm like intermittent fasting. So I, Sean and I are both doing a thing where we don't, we don't eat except between the hours of 12 and six every day uh, right. to just kind of keep the body working properly, not having to overwork in, you know, digesting food and things like that. And then we're really trying to watch what it is we eat during that time when, when we, when we do eat, it's hard. And I, like, I work out in the morning and I said to my trainer, I was like, do you, this intermittent fasting, do you feel like I'm, you know, I, there's a risk of me coming in and not having the energy to do it. And he was like, no, you're going to feel great. He was like those, uh, you know, everything is going to kick into full gear and you're going to just feel like a new man when you're in here. And sure enough, like, I don't, I don't feel that, oh my God, I really need like some protein or some calories or something. I'm feeling lightheaded or cold sweats or any of so that. So you don't get, get hangry? No, 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 no. I, at first I was really concerned that I would because I tend to, but, um, the difference between what we're doing now compared to normal, normally I just would forget to eat. So this intermittent fasting kind of came about as an accident because, um, because I had doctor. a plane flight our, and I was supposed to be on it. We threw right. our food and coffee away. Yeah, yeah. totally. <laughs> so our natural doctor, uh, he said to me, he was asking me, he was like, hey, you know, how often do you eat? And I said, honestly, most of the time I forget until I'm like feeling hangry. And then Sharon will go, hey, so I'm going to make you a sandwich. Or I'm going to like, let's go, let's stop and eat, you know, lunch or dinner or whatever. Um, so he was like, that's great. Keep that, keep that schedule. Just then when it's between 12 and six, eat eat meals, like make sure that you do. And now that I know I have a specific uh, window to eat each day, I do. And it carries me through that point of getting too hangry. Like I don't get to that crazy emotional point where my body is so depleted mm -hmm. that it's like, oh my God, I forgot to eat. That's why my head hurts. And that's why I'm feeling so, you know, irritated. Um, so I haven't had any of that. The, the coffee thing, uh, I'm feeling, I'm feeling really good from, I was worried about that cause I'm used to doing, or I was used to doing coffee, uh, caffeine in the morning mm -hmm. and now I'm not at all. I'm doing the, the mushroom, the, this rise, which there's a, there's still a bit of caffeine in it and a bit of coffee in it, but it's not the same as it's majority mushrooms. Uh, and, and there are so many medicinal, uh, qualities to, to what it is that I'm that I'm using. So. Right. You get all the adaptogens and mm -hmm. there's like great. chicory and stuff in there. Right. I, I literally have, I've watched, like, I, I've always had a bit of a gut, like no matter how hard I worked out, like there was my lower stomach was always a bit bloated. And, um, when you realize like, oh, it's internal inflammation, like it has mm -hmm. nothing to do with the muscles. It has nothing to do with the rest of the structure, but of course you're bloated. Of course your gut is distended like that. There's, it's so inflamed and it's so angry all the time. So to be losing that now is amazing. Mm. It feels so good. And it, and it, it feels good to look in the mirror, um, which 
I'm not, I've never been much of a big like mirror person. I don't wake up in the morning and check. Like I, I will go out of the house and like have not looked in the mirror at all. Uh, I'm terrible that way. I'll just kind of put on clothes and a hat and go. And I look in the mirror and I'm, I'm impressed with that. It's what it, it's just, it's a nice feeling to be able to look in the mirror and go, Hey, that's, that's new. That's different. I didn't, I didn't see that one coming. That's unexpected and it feels good. Yeah. I think, I think that's real and true. Plus the health benefits of it. I'm like to feel, to, to feel with, healthy, right? Yeah, I to mean, sit with my doctor and for him to say like you, your health score is you, um, you are looking and feeling better now than you ever have coming in here before is like, Oh man, you know, whatever it is you're doing, just keep doing it. It's like, okay, shit, this is amazing. So I'm curious to see like six months into drinking Armra and, uh, and rise what, what that does for me. Cause I'm still, I'm still an infant in all of it. I'm still only a couple months in. Yeah. Well, I'm sure between the X's on the calendar, working out, you know, yeah. eating uh, a certain way, intermittent fasting. I mean, all the things, right. It's all the mm -hmm. building blocks to get mm -hmm. you to, if you're already noticing a difference, I mean, that's the biggest thing with, with change, right? And what becomes so frustrating for people and why people give up too quickly is that they don't see the change and they right. try, you know, they'll eat well for a couple weeks or they'll do uh, workouts and then they look and nothing really changes. And so because like, they don't am see I the change. Struggling so much, right? Forget it. Yeah. Yeah. We're, so. we're in a space of instant gratification, right? It's, yes, uh, it's For how sure. we all work. Where we've gotten more and more impatient, I think, as a society, especially with things like social media, the constant scroll of new information, always instant gratification of something. The quicker anything is, the minute meals, the whatever I it know. is, our life has been made so kind of over convenient for things to be quicker and easier that we don't have patience for the long process for things like this. But it is really important. It's really cool to see the change in Bry and to hear how proud he is of himself and to also for today have the feedback from the doctor about his internal health. You know, we've had two doctors now say he's in incredible shape, better than he's been in a very long time. And that's massive because when Bry was sick, I was pregnant and that was terrifying for me in knowing his story of how bad it got for him last time and that it ended up as a neurological thing. It was, yeah. I watched this man that I love in bed for six weeks, losing somewhere between 20 and 30 pounds, a yeah, shadow of himself. When I would have yeah. these uh, ulcerative colitis flare-ups, they're just debilitating. And this last one, you know, I, I'm not sure if it is because of uh, COVID. And so my, my defense is in my body, but my body just was not kicking it mm -mm. like it would. And I got to the point where six weeks in, six weeks in, I had lost 25 pounds. Um, I had zero energy because I was, uh, I, I was so dehydrated and just so, like, I couldn't digest food. I, there was, I wasn't doing anything really to living off maintain. like bone broth just oh, to try and get man. nutrients into him. Um, and at that point, like coming out of that, that, that one changed me because I couldn't work out. I couldn't do what I normally do at all during that period. And coming out of it, um, I remember I was so hungry. I was like, eat. I would eat bowls of ramen and like all these things just because I was starving. I hadn't eaten in six weeks. And then you look in the mirror and you go, what is 
like what is going on with my body like this is not this is not who i've ever been and um and then it becomes it feels daunting to get in and go okay i'm going to make a change cuz i i was saying to sharna before i've always i've always been fit i've always been relatively healthy so i've been really blessed in the fact that for god 99% of my life now my body pretty much looks the way it does. Like I'm not, uh, I'm not a muscle bound guy. I don't look like I spend hours in the gym, but I'm like, I'm in good shape. So then to all of a sudden get to a point where I was like, okay, I need to now do something that I've never done before, which is get out of this shape that I don't think looks attractive at all and get back into good shape is, is daunting because it's a, that's a big, that's a major task compared to just maintaining yeah, it's such a major task and so many people are in that same boat, right? Yeah. It's after the holidays, yeah. they look in the mirror and they go, oh, okay, yeah. I, I want to do this and I want my clothes to fit better and look better, but what kind of uphill mountain am I up against? Because now I'm in my 40s or my 50s and you know it's that much harder. And for everyone listening who has any sort of physical health goal is you have to start somewhere and know that it's going to take time. There just is no instant gratification. You can't uh, do one workout and expect no. that all of a sudden you're going to be in the best shape of your life. Shake it, it up though. Try time. some, try some new things. Cause, uh, you know, sometimes it's surprising what little change you can start with that you start noticing a difference just in changing a, a meal, like every, just for breakfast, eating a different way, seeing how that starts making you feel compared to what you're eating for lunch and dinner and doing these little steps that you, you may not necessarily see the progress right away, but if you feel it, then it becomes a motivator. It becomes something that pushes you uh, willingly into the next thing. Like I now, because I, because of Armora and Rise, you know, and then having Tony on here, I now have a calendar and I'm putting red X's on it. And I'm, right. I'm in my room every night, whether I can get to a gym or not, I, you know, I'll do push ups or, and I'll do like leg raises and crunches and things. And it's like just to stay active, just to continue moving. Um, because move, movement, movement leads to more movement. The the worst yes. thing you can do for yourself, it's like a car it's sitting in a garage. It's you're going to end up pulling it out after years and you have to replace hoses and fan belts and all of those things. If you just maintain it and you drive it regularly, not even hard, but just drive it, it lasts so much longer. It's, it's the craziest thing, but things in motion tend to, uh, stay in motion maintain yeah they, they, <laughs> right. they maintain yeah this is true newton said it himself right yeah <laughs> yeah hey everybody welcome to across generations where the voices of black women unite in powerful conversations i'm your host tiffany cross Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself as the middle generation. 
I don't feel like I have to get married yeah. at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so wait. So before we end for today, there are a couple things, uh, a couple little oldish type articles that we just have to go over. <laughs> okay. Um, I have a question for you. So. Songs oh. that are now 20 years old. Songs. I so saw this remember- list earlier and I was like, oh man, I was Green dreading Day. this conversation. Green Day. Yeah. With, well, American with- Idiot. Yeah. They're they're grown men now. They're really grown men. Oh my God. Usher. Confessions. That uh, whole album. Oh my God. Album. That was playing. I mean, I was you know, driving around in my, my hot little sports car. I thought I was so cool <laughs> with that on full blast at some point. Also American Idiot. I liked all music. Ashley Simpson, Pieces of Me. Do you guys remember that song? I remember when that song came out. Like it was. I don't. Oh, I do. Ashley I do. Simpson was like a was like a big name for, for a moment. And I absolutely remember that song. I only remember that was her. That was her big one. What was Pieces of Me? How does that go? I don't ask me to sing on here. Yes. Are you crazy? I woke <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, come on, Brian. I woke up early for a colonoscopy this morning. You guys, you Go guys, on, you got do it, baby. I believe right in now. you. I don't even I, know how. I, it goes. I do I not believe in me. I, I what about support you? Since you've been gone by Kelly Clarkson. Oh, sing that one. 
That's Randy. crazy. Since you've been gone, <laughs> I can't breathe for the first time. Get it, yeah. Randy. Uh -huh. So all alone. What about this yeah. one, baby? Drop it like it's hot. You can sing that one. I oh, still sing this Oh, one. that was with Snoop and Pharrell, right? Yeah. Yeah, Ma, drop it like it's hot. Drop and the it like pimps want to get it. Drop it like, like it's hot. hot. <laughs> I love that song. I was yeah. doing that to my uh, to my daughters in the kitchen the other day, and they were like, they just, they put up with me. God love them, but they, they went like this. Oh, they, just, they just shake so their good. head. They smile and shake their head. Um, yeah, of course. God, well, okay, what about this? Yeah. <laughs> song is called "Yeah" by Usher, featuring Lil John and Ludacris. Oh, yeah, remember that? Yeah, yeah, When that came yeah. on in the club, yeah. that was yeah. it. Yeah, it was shots for me yeah. at that time yeah, yeah. in the club. I was like, I will do a Jaeger bomb, sir. Thank you so much. <laughs> Wasn't that I when mean, Little John was like in the middle of his Yeah? yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That that whole phase. The okay. song was called "Yeah." Yeah, yeah. yeah. unreal. Right? I love it. It was so good. <laughs> okay, so what about this? Jeff Lewis said something about <laughs> dimming the lights during dates. I love. I he love has Jeff dimmer Lewis. switches in 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 his house, and you know when he's on a date, all the dimmer switches go on. What do you think about this? I lo I love that he said that when you hit forty, lighting is key. So <laughs> I I agree with that. I think lighting is key anyway. Shana knows, like I am yeah. a, I am a lighting person. Um, but yes, Do you know, what's so funny about, so there was, I was going to say, share such a personal story, but the, the, how do I share the, oh, fuck it, whatever. Oh, you share it. So a lamp can put Bri out of the mood. Oh, like yeah, yeah. if a lamp is shining in the wrong space and yeah. it's too bright, it's hitting his eyes. It's like, we're just, it's not going to work out. He's like, yeah. So we, we went through a whole like night in the, in the bedroom light. where she was like, I can't see you. And she turned on a light and I was like, that light is right in my eyes. Like, why would and you, I don't it. feel romantic now. Like <laughs> I, I feel like I should be like, you know, I'm like shooting a video or something. This isn't right. Said, like, this it is wasn't romantic at me. all. Yeah, no, lighting is, he's all about it. And not that it has to be dark, but just like the right lighting. He hates a lamp. I get Jeff Lewis's comment though. I, it reminds me of, remember when you were younger and you'd be in a club and then they'd be mm -hmm. closing the club and the lights would come on and all of a sudden you were like, oh. It was a rude awakening. It's a rude oh, awakening. Yeah. yeah. That at, at the point when you hit 40 or so, the lighting can absolutely be a bit of a it softens awakening. everything let's sure. just leave it at that <laughs> sure yeah. What, oh, yeah. hopefully not everything okay what about that <laughs> wow well apparently a lamp <laughs> <laughs> oh no that didn't happen but no. it was just more like emotionally he's like this is shit i can't do right. this we're turning it back off i'm boycotting this yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm boycotting this okay last thing urban outfitters the store i like yeah. urban outfitters yeah Vintage iPods are back. They're, they're selling the ones with the touch with the touch wheel on vintage. them that clicks and the whole yes, thing. Yes, but here's the thing. I just went through this with my daughter. So as a Christmas gift, I found this MP3 player that plays Spotify. Do you know how hard it is to find something that plays Spotify or you can get music that doesn't have a million apps? It's like a phone. It's really difficult because because now 
people don't necessarily download songs from Spotify, right? Don't right. you, you have your more phone. to stations? And so you're, you're a part of it that way. Whereas like Apple music, you're kind of, you can download songs and have your music collection. I, no, I download from Spotify. So it's, yeah. So I can have it offline so I can have my playlists like on right. a plane. But it's still a playlist. Like it's a, or is it just a collection of your songs? That you, I love Daisy. Sure. Is your dog high? <laughs> no, she's <laughs> just, that's, don't. she's wearing a she's, princess sweater and she honestly feels like this is how her life is supposed to be. Like, she's so she never stoned. Bring in the Justin Timberlake <laughs> song. She is, look at that, look at that face. Hey, I'm so, I'm so excited that, good? uh, that they're bringing back iPods. You know, what's funny is I went through a period um, because I was just reading this also digital cameras that, that uh, kids are getting back yes. into those instead of you. I went through a period where I was like, you know what? I want to start uh, like carrying a little like small, like a point and shoot. Right? Yeah. One yeah. Le yeah. Leica has these little ones. Leica lenses are great. I love them as cameras and they have little point and shoots also. And the picture quality was way, was way better. I have tons of pictures in my phone that you take and you look at and you go, Hey, great picture. And then that's, and then you, you know, you save a couple of them into your favorites and otherwise you have thousands of right. videos and pictures. So, yeah. Okay. So you want to know my theory on this? Yeah. In, in closing. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think these things are making a comeback, just like vinyl records, you know, made a comeback because there's a sense of nostalgia. But what it brings up is a slower hmm. time, mm, a place totally where you have a point and shoot. You're not going to check your dings and bings. You you literally have a camera. You look through it's the lens. Just to take pictures. It's just to take pictures. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's solo. And yeah. I think there's something really nice about that. Just a music player. You can go on a walk. You can go on a hike. You can go on a plane trip. And you're not going to be distracted by all the other things. You just yeah. have music. There's something nice about just having one thing that does one thing. The pendulum in life seems to, it swings that way. Like it goes from one thing to the far extreme. And then it starts finding a middle ground. Like I've noticed that in music stuff and my my turntable and things like that like now i am finding a combination of the two that works like in our house we have sono speakers but i also have a turntable in the living room but i have it mm -hmm. hooked up to a sonos amp so i can throughout my entire house play a record and and it's so cool to put on a record and you start it from the beginning it gets to the end you flip it over you play the other it's so nice Oh, so it's amazing. like you start finding a combination of the two, but I understand like the camera thing that you were talking about. It was, I loved carrying it for that, for that reason. It was like, oh, this is, I'm not going to bother myself just having my phone on me all the time, just in case a moment comes up, I'm going to have my camera in my pocket. And if I want to take a picture, then, then I'll do that. But otherwise, you know, I'll use my phone when I need it. Right. So moral of the story, slow down. So you too can feel like Daisy. <laughs> Close up on Everyone Daisy's was, She's face. like, what's up, guys? Right? Cut to the, cut to the princess sweater. <laughs> she uh, had me dying not long ago. She's just so chilling. Look at her. She's so funny. Didn't Gen Z recently go through the wind-up camera stage as well? Like the, all of those things have become super popular again. And yeah. I, love, I love that. Yeah, the disposable camera. I, yeah, I, Polaroids. God, do you know how many stacks of photos 
I have from the Kodak disposable one. You wind up, you take another photo, and I would just take it everywhere with me to parties to the excitement was to like was to get them uh developed and see what you got a picture of right right. i I can't wait to see what oh i got some good ones tonight it was crazy and you get uh, you get this stack of photos and you're like oh my god it's like it was like the ending of um uh, the hangover, you know, when they're going through right. the photos, like we're going to look this one time, you see all these pictures and it's like this rush of like, Oh, that's what we did that night. Right. And that's yeah. what like these generations now, like millennials and Gen Z, I am millennial, but you know, the, the Gen Z, especially they don't have photo albums. Like we have like the lined up photo albums we have on our shelves here. And that when I get to go back through these stacks of photos, cause my mom saved them all like, mm-hmm. It's so cool to go through them, to physically hold them and remember taking the photo and have them there. I may not ever frame them, but to just have them. Because when do you sit and scroll through your phone to just look at things for nostalgia purposes, right? The, right. You get lost in a sea of 10,000 photos and that's it. But you'll come across this pack of photos and be like, ooh, a treasure chest. What's in there? And yes. it's just been so fun to to see that. And I love that this generation now is discovering that. And I, I hope it stays around for a long time. Daisy's killing me right now. Me Look too. I her. know. Daisy's so funny. Let's post a picture of Daisy. Oh, <laughs> yes. Please, let's post a picture. <laughs> just sitting there meditative. Right. Yeah. Oh, my just gosh. just a whole trailer of Daisy. Zen or right. edible. Like she got into the trash yeah, and something. ate an edible. I, it looks like she got into something yeah. and ate something that she wasn't supposed yeah. to eat. That's what it looks yeah. like right there. <laughs> She's yeah. baked. She has space cake written all over. (laughs) Well, everyone, another episode of Oldish. She's when the edibles hit. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening. We love doing this show. We we love that you guys listen and that you uh, you reach out to us with questions or thoughts or all of that. We we love uh, helping people with uh, positive change and being any sort of inspiration we can through our funny stories, our uh, heartfelt stories, everything that we're going through. So um, go to the, go to the site, go to oldish pod uh, on Instagram. You can, you can call us uh, eight, I kind of eight, five, five, eight, five, five, oldish three. Yes. Yeah. And let us know some of uh, the things that you would like to bring back. What are some things from your childhood or some things that aren't really around now or might not be popular that you like or want back? Let's see. There's probably some great ideas that you have. Yeah. Let's do a deep dive on that. That'd be fun. All right, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Yes, you guys are amazing. Make sure you guys go and follow us on Instagram at at oldishpod. And you can also go and leave us a message at our own hotline, which is 855-OLDISH-3. Make sure and write us a review. Leave us five stars if you loved it. Leave us five stars if you didn't. We love five stars. We love five stars. We like five stars. Yeah. See you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. See you next week, everyone. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. 
This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.